Love Talk Radio. Wow. So, um, mm-hmm. I know for uh, some people, 
um, getting stepchildren at when they've already like hit adolescence is kind of difficult. How did you, how Mm -hmm. did that go when you first Mm -hmm. met them? Yeah. So my oldest one, he was 16 and he, he was going through a lot um, in his life. Um, He is a very spirited young man, always has been Mm -hmm. um, very outspoken, very passionate about things. So he and his okay. dad at times would butt heads. Um, mm. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting because <laughs> my husband's strong-willed, and then he, of course, has a child who's strong-willed. But mm-hmm. I feel like the point that I came into his life, things had kind of settled down. He was in, like I said, he went to a boarding school away from home. We would go visit when he had um, football games. And so it was always like, you know, it was a fun time because it was a football game. He was an excellent football player. Um, Right. The younger one was 12, but he really was a very easy kid. He was um, very sports-oriented. He played sports year-round. I mean, this kid was always playing sports. So Uh I think that kind of kept him occupied and away from some of the common challenges that you see with adolescents. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to suggest he was that he, he was absolutely busy. Um, mm-hmm. He, I think he probably was a little lazy, <laughs> even okay. though he was, a, yeah. he was an athlete. As far as like mm-hmm. academics were concerned, very, very bright kid. But he, he was the one that needed the push academically. Um, mm-hmm. Because if he had it his way, I mean, he would have just played sports and been happy. So that was like our challenge with him really was more keeping him motivated as far as school was concerned. Um, Okay. I think the other thing, which is really kind of funny, is that the boys are both very handsome. They're they're cute kids. Okay. So Uh the challenge there was, okay, how do we keep them distracted from the girls? (laughs) I know. I know. The ladies' man, yeah. Exactly. Because they're both mm-hmm. so handsome. And right. as Matthew, the younger one, got older, like, the girls were definitely very attracted to him. And he was attracted to them. So that kind of distracted him, too, as far as academics were concerned. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I had a really good rapport with him. So I could just say, hey, Matt, you know, like, you probably need to put a little bit more energy into your academics. And he'd be like, okay, Miss Lisa, okay. You know, he really, okay. he was very compliant. but but he needed that extra push. Um, mm-hmm. but, but in terms of pushback, no, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't like, um, he wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't okay. a defiant kid at all. Like he would take, mm-hmm. he would definitely take some guidance from me. Okay. So it really helped his, the kids' personalities, the natural personalities were kind of, helpful and it was kind of a good mm-hmm. setup for the strong willed child that he was already away a little bit. So Yeah. It sounds yeah, like it was exactly. a good kind of setup for you to enter into their family. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. So I think like the oldest when I when I first met him, like I think he was happy that his dad found somebody. But I also think that because he and his dad were having a somewhat contentious relationship I think it was mm-hmm. he kind of like was just like okay, Miss Lisa. He wasn't trying to get close to me, right? So 
what I feel feel like helped is me not putting any pressure on that relationship and really mm-hmm. just getting to know him and showing up in his life. So okay. like I said, I would go to his sports games. I would mm-hmm. text him and see how he was doing. Um, and I think that helped um, to forge my relationship. So I, I didn't have any expectations over our relationship at all. It was, I'm just going to be, um, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be warm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be nurturing, uh, but not overly so. And eventually right. it came around like he, um, there would be times like, say we'd be at a football game and he would okay. be introducing his family members to his friends. Like he would call me as opposed to, this is my stepmom. So that was kind of his way of keeping oh, some emotional okay. distance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But then, those, yeah. eventually, he started calling me his bonus mom. He didn't want to say stepmom. They called me their bonus okay. mom. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, so how long did that? How that, long was that transition? He probably let's see. That was probably like his freshman year at college. So okay. a couple of years into my relationship with his dad, I, I started to mm-hmm. see that shift. Um, okay. Both boys. Because he knew you weren't going nowhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, right. and, and you know what? At our wedding, I think I started to see the shift too. He was our best man, and he got up to make a toast. Oh, and okay. it was so touching. He talked about being really happy for his dad and thankful for me. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, he talked about how we were joining as families, and it was just really touching. And I was like, okay, so this right. is—I think this—that marked kind of a moment that Michael, meaning my stepson, um, knew that, of course, I wasn't going anywhere, and he was starting to accept me as being his bonus mom. Um, right. And and also, I think the other thing that really helped a lot, and I was intentional about this. I would always ask about his mom, always, like, how's your okay. mom doing, you know? Oh, um, okay, yeah. Yeah, tell your mom, I said, you know, Merry Christmas. And I think that helped, too, because while his mom had remarried, I think he needed to know that she and I were not in any conflict. We were on the same page. Right. We cared mm-hmm. about each other. Um, so I was really intentional about asking about his mom. And I think that right. made a big difference because he loves his mom. Um, and she's a good mm-hmm. mom, great mom. Right. So mm-hmm. I wanted to always acknowledge um, who she was in his life and let him know, you know what, like, I, I get that your mom. I am not, I would never try to replace her because I couldn't. And it's right. I really respect who your mom is. So it was mm-hmm. cool. Really cool. Oh, I, and I love the fact that you keep saying you were intentional because I think that's mm-hmm. very key. You, we may not naturally feel a certain way, but if we mm-hmm. think about it and be intentional, I think mm-hmm. the, the rewards will come from that, from our intentions. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and even with the younger, um, the younger one, Matthew, it was, it was a little easier because, again, we had shared custody. So every other week he would be with us. 
So there'd be times mm-hmm. that I would say to my husband, let me pick him up from his football practice. Let me take him out to dinner, just the two of us. Oh, um, okay. And he, again, such an easygoing kid. Like the conversation would flow and he was funny and I didn't know anything about sports, so he loved, loved teaching me about sports. So that kind of helped our relationship um, by really, again, being intentional about mm-hmm. how I was going to approach these kids and, and have them um, and be a part of their lives. And it worked out. Right. Yeah, I love that. You were intentional with what you said to them and what you did with them and also who you were to them. Yeah. Without without disrespecting mom or trying to, Mm -hmm. you know, you know how men Mm -hmm. have that pecking order and stuff. I feel like sometimes, you know, that's not natural for us to to do the pecking order stuff. We kind of do because it's kind of like we have to, like, we have to show that who... I guess who is like who you're to respect in in this house, you know. Your mm-hmm. mom may not be here, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm the woman of this house, and you know, <laughs> right. yeah, you know, right. it's right. kind of like it's kind of like the pecking order, uh-huh. kind of. Uh huh. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so how yeah. do you navigate that relationship to have that respect for their mom? Was it just easier because she already had a relationship? She was already married again, or. Yeah, um, so there were times when my husband and his ex-wife were feuding over things. I mean, the typical things that happen after a divorce, you know, mm-hmm. settling things and then the agreements on the boys and, you know, so there were times when it was contentious between the two of them. Right. I always tried to maintain well, obviously, I was I was supportive of my husband because you know he was my husband. But mm-hmm. when, when I would encounter his ex-wife, which was often because we would see her at sporting events, um, again okay. I was I presented myself as being um, not necessarily neutral, but more approachable and warm, and trying to find things that we had in common. Use okay. any perception that that she and I would have any type of contentious relationship. I, I think mm-hmm. initially she might not have trusted me, you know, and, and maybe felt like, you know, I was biased and, and took oh, my husband's okay. side. And, but I, but yeah. I would always go over to her, hey, how are you? Give her a hug, you know. Mm-hmm. And then her family um, would often be at these events as well. I would oh, talk to yeah. her family as well. So I actually mm-hmm. really like her family. Her father is a great person. Um, you know, I've met her cousins. And so, and and they're mutual friends. So when you get mm-hmm. divorced, you still have mutual friends. So yeah, right. each other at social events. Um, mm-hmm. And I would let friends know I'm okay. Like, I don't mind that With she's her being here. here. Right. right. You know, so please invite us. Um, mm-hmm. And I, again, would try to find commonality and have, even if it was a brief conversation with her, and find something to laugh about. Um, I remember, this is funny, I remember when my oldest um, son graduated from high school. So there was a big um, gathering at a restaurant after the graduation. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was awkward. I mean, my my husband's family was there. Her family was there, and it was it was awkward. 
So yeah, because they got history, right? <laughs> uh huh. And so her <laughs> husband, her new husband's there. I'm there. So I I nudged him and I said, "Is this as bizarre for you as it is for me?" And he laughed. He was like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> right. So, so at the <laughs> end of the the dinner, I went over to my husband's ex-wife and I was like. We survived it. I said, I know you were uncomfortable because I certainly was, and I know your husband was. And she cracked up laughing. She was like, I felt so bad for you, Lisa. She said, because here you come, and, you know, you don't have any history, and you have to put up with all this weirdness. And she thanked mm-hmm. me, and she said, and she also thanked me for helping to raise her boys. Um, right. And I was like, we, we could do this without, you know, what people typically expect. And, and yeah. um, divorces, were, you know, where maybe things aren't going so well between uh-huh. the exes. Um, so we right. were able to laugh at it. And, and, and the boys saw that. The boys saw us laughing and hugging. And, again, I think it's just good modeling for them for how it could be and how it doesn't have to be. Um, right. So that was, yeah, th- those are some pivotal moments, I think, that really just kind of helped to make things a little bit easier. Um, yeah, and it probably we, was good that you didn't know the history. You don't need to know all the mess. Then you really would have been super uncomfortable. <laughs> Keep me right. out of it. I'm I'm cool. Let me just smile and look at y'all. Right? <laughs> Girl, you just don't know because I am such a drama-free person. I was I yeah. so blessed that I did not have to know all that. And then mm-hmm. their their friends, their mutual friends, are amazing people. So they also okay, helped great. as well. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. they were just wonderful. So they really helped us as we, you know, kind of established ourselves as, again, separate entities that had this mutual goal of raising these boys to be wonderful adults and successful right. adults. So um, I, I, I'll tell you, his, his friends are some of the most, encouraging and supportive people ever. Like I could have asked for, yeah, oh yeah. So, so sensitive to um, the circumstances and, Mm -hmm. um, but also aware that they didn't want to leave us out because they were still friends with his ex. So they invited us and, you know, in the beginning, yeah, it was a little bit like, okay, but then like I realized, She's not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. These are her long-term friends. And mm-hmm. I respect them 100%, but I can have my own relationship with them. Um, and so now we can mm-hmm. all be in the same space, and it really is it really is quite comfortable. Right, and there's no tension and all that no. awkwardness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, nope. because you're getting used to it. You've gotten used to it. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's lovely. Oh, I mean, that is so rare Lisa I mean that's so wonderful that you guys can do that because not everybody is at that maturity level or even at that point in their life where they're content enough Mm -hmm. with their own self or their own relationship or just the fact that my ex has moved on that they're willing to even put themselves in that situation so I kudos to you guys it's wonderful (laughs) thank you I think also Mm -hmm. what helps too, is that we were older when we met. So I okay. was 45 when I met Michael, I think. And so, okay. you know, a little bit of life history, a little bit of experience, um, mm-hmm. 
under our belt, and, and then we also were really clear that we wanted to be together. Um, right. And, we, you know, we were going to have a good relationship and a healthy relationship, and I had never had children. So for me to marry someone with kids was so ideal for me because I got to participate mm-hmm. in being a mom without having a mom. the pregnancy and, and the birth. Right, um, right. You know, so... It's, and it's I, amazing. I it's amazing what God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's amazing what God yeah. provides yeah. you with. You didn't even, you know, because we don't even know. We couldn't even write this ourselves. <laughs> like that, He would put us in a situation, like you said. Yep. You know, maybe He knew yep. that. You know, that's what you needed—a uh, someone who exactly. already had children. Exactly. Exactly. I mm-hmm. I couldn't have. I mean, I know God had a hand in it because I couldn't have made a more perfect choice myself. Um, so Michael and I, Michael, my husband and I didn't live together. Um, we didn't live together until two years ago because, yeah, our, our relationship was interesting because he had shared custody of his son, so he couldn't move. I had a house and a business in Delaware, so I couldn't Um. easily move. So we right. had to wait until the oldest graduated from high school before okay. we could make any major changes. So I finally sold my house, wow. and then we bought a house that's midway between Washington, D.C., where he has businesses, and and Delaware, where my business still is. So okay. we started living together um, full time because I would we would we would like alternate weekends I would go to the his weekend, house one weekend yeah. then he would come to mine right so when mm-hmm. he had Matthew I was there when he had Matt and then when he didn't have Matt we were at my house um okay. until you know until such time that Matthew graduated from high school right okay yeah. 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 So and that's that a huge transition in itself, trying mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. combine everything yeah. after a while. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, we would the boys would sometimes come to my house in Delaware. Like if um if my family was doing something, you know, and I wanted them to be there, so they would sometimes come there. Um, and you know, and we had a we had rooms for them at my house. So that they would mm-hmm. feel, um, nice. you know, like they had their place there. Um, yeah, so that was nice. Um, and if that didn't happen too much again because the oldest, like I said, was in boarding school, and then on the weekends Matthew was doing sports, you know. So it wasn't that often. But when when they were, um, when we did have a need for them to come to Delaware, then. They did, and and like I said, I made sure that they knew my house was their house, and they right. had um, they had rooms at my house. Um, so again, we just made some choices um, around how we were going to live our lives, just considering mm-hmm. how you know unusual our circumstances were. It really did always include the boys. I mean, we always always right. always included as we call them, the boys. (laughs) Yeah. And that makes it huge because even though you had different residences, like you said, you still Mm -hmm. made sure that your house reflected that. I know you guys are, are, you know, are in our family. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't just like, 
your place and don't touch my stuff. You can't go in here. Yep. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. definitely welcome, and you, like, again, intentional. Yep. You were being intentional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was just really important for me um, to make sure that they felt like when they came to my house that it was also just an extension of their dad's house and, and they were welcomed. Um, mm-hmm. And they, you know, they, they liked my family. My family, is, of course, loved them. Um, right. And again, they're really nice young men. Um, so it's, it's easy for other people to like them and want to be around them. <laughs> Right. I mean, you really, Mm -hmm. you have really got a blessed situation because um, Mm -hmm. I'm just jotting down notes Mm -hmm. from our discussion here because I feel like personalities do matter. You know, some some kids are easygoing. Some kids are not. Some kids are, are, you know, it takes a moment to warm up. Sounds like your oldest took a moment for him to warm up, Mm -hmm. but he eventually did. And then, um, you know, because I speak to other stepmoms, and they are dealing with some challenges with uh, kids who are being intentionally, they have their intentions, and their intentions are to break uh, this couple, let break mm-hmm. you guys up, and, and yep. so that, you know, yep. they can get their yep. way. Um, and so it makes it more challenging. And, and I just hate to see blended families break up because of the kids, because mm-hmm. it's like once the kids are growing up and out the house, like you should really just focus on yourself. How do you do that mm-hmm. balance now that they're older um, of just, you yeah. know, now you get, like you said, two years ago, you just moved in together and you can really focus mm-hmm. on yourself. <laughs> How do you make right. that like balance? Yeah, out? I mean, a great question because I still commute to Delaware. So I go to Delaware on Tuesdays and then come back um, Thursday. So the middle mm-hmm. of the week, I'm packing up and heading to Delaware to manage my practice and, and see my family. Um, okay. But um, my husband, he's self-employed as well, so he's he's super busy too. But we mm-hmm. um, we do things like we travel. So we literally just got back from a month vacation where we were in Asia. Um, oh, we, we went, that's where yeah, you are now. We <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went to Asia, um, which was wonderful. And then, yeah. um, so we, like, we really take, we, we take a month of downtime. We're going to go to, um, we're going to go to Spain, France, and Italy in August. We'll be gone almost the entire Ooh. month of August. Yep. Wonderful. So we do things, we do fun things like that. Um, Friday night, we did something really fun. We took a cooking class here in Baltimore. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. So we, we, you know, as different as we are, because Michael and I are like night and day in terms of personality and things that we like to do. Right. But we find some things that we like to do together. And come um, and write. Yeah. He he is um, like like his boys. Like they're total sports fanatics. Um, mm-hmm. And me not so much. So, <laughs> I, I'm just not. I've never been a sports person. Don't like to watch sports, but had to learn how to like sports because uh-huh. I mean that was the family that I married into, and they all were athletic. Right. So uh-huh. you know, I had to suck it up, <laughs> go to football right. games, be completely bored, be completely confused. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they say, but take I one for like, the team. <laughs> exactly, and I was literally doing that. <laughs> Right. So, you know, and then I'm like, um, like, I like to get out and do things like cooking classes and stuff like that. 
Whereas, you know, Michael may not have chosen that to do on a, on a date night. But, again, he right. went with me. We had such a good time together. We were the yeah. oldest people in the class. It was so funny. Everybody else was, like, <laughs> 20 years old. You know, and here yeah, we are. Yeah, they're like, they really couldn't cook, and you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we on a date. <laughs> exactly. It was so cute. It was so cute. Um, so it we do things cute. like that. Um he and I, he, we're both readers, so, you know, we might spend a Sunday afternoon reading together or um, or watching a movie. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, again, finding things that we have in common and then making the best use of the time that we have. And, and I'm going to tell you, one of the things that I think keeps our marriage exciting and fun, we're not together every night. And we never have been. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, right. That little bit of time away, you know, was enough time mm-hmm. for us to really miss each other. <laughs> and when we get back together, we really value the time that we have together. Yes, um, you mirror because you don't see each other every day. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it, it, it is, as odd as it is, in a lot of ways, it is all that we know. It's all right. that we know. So mm-hmm. um, we, it's just what we do and it works, you know, it's worked out. Um, yeah. I've cut back on working a lot. So I'm trying to get my days reduced. Um, mm-hmm. The number of days that I'm in Delaware reduced to just being there one and a half day as opposed to um, two and a half days. Um, just because okay. I'm just so I'm tired of staying in a hotel, frankly. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, that would be interesting. But, again, we just have this nice little balance um, in our lives where we work really hard, but we also have um, a lot of downtime as well where we do things that are really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I know we talked about the exes. We also talked about um, mm-hmm. the kids so have you had any issues with the in-laws or anything like that? They transitioned pretty well. I know you said the friends were really supportive, but mm-hmm. how the rest of That's the That's an excellent though? question. So um, parents, um, they live, um, they live about five hours, three, they live about four to five hours away from us. And mm-hmm. They were very involved in raising the boys. They lived closer when the boys were younger. And, and then when they okay. moved um, further down into the country, the boys would go there every summer. And um, his parents are, his mom was a teacher and his dad um, was a colonel in the Army. So they were always Whoa. doing, like, camping things. And um, his mom was always, you know, exposing them to different educational opportunities. So. Mm-hmm. They felt that his, I think Michael's parents felt like, um, you know, they had really played a significant role in raising the boys. And they did. So when I came along, they were very, very concerned about how I was going to be with the boys. Very, okay. like his, especially his mom. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember right before we got married, we all went out to dinner and she took me aside and she was like, um, you know, I'm just really worried about how this is all going to be. And I said, listen, let me, let me tell you, <laughs> first of all, I'm a child. <laughs> I, I know right. about kids. I know about, you know, kids, psychology and families. You don't have uh-huh. to worry about me. 
And right, right. Um, I was I was actually kind of offended <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because here right. know, at this point I had been <laughs> in these boys' lives for like four years and it, things are great. And I was kind of offended and like wanted to say like let us do this. But I, you right. know, I, showed, I was like, listen, I I I love kids. Like I, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't ever have to worry about me mistreating your grandkids because I would never mistreat anybody's children. Um, right. And I, you know, I just sort of put her in her place a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of weird mm-hmm. because, like you said, it had been four years, and it's like if I was going to yes. do something, I would did by yes. now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was the bizarre part. So my husband didn't hear this conversation. So after we left dinner, I was like, you know, you need to like talk to your mom and let her know who I am. And like, my husband mm-hmm. is, is the kind of person that makes really good decisions. Like, he, okay. he puts a lot of thought. And I said, you know, like your mom has a trust that if you're with me, I'm okay. Because <laughs> you wouldn't make right. a decision. So, right. you know, he, he said to me, um, he said, you know what, Lisa, you are the queen bee. You are mm. the queen bee. He said, not mm-hmm. her, not my ex, not anybody else, mm-hmm. but you. And he said, I just want you to rest in that. I just want you to rest in that. And um, oh my gosh, which that's was, that's huge, Lisa. That is yep. huge. Yep. Because if you don't have yep. your husband backing you up and basically, um, you know, <laughs> the, making the uh-huh. announcement of who you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> To him and mm-hmm. in his kids' yep. life, then you have yep. no you have no leverage. Yep, exactly. And when he said that, it took all the pressure off of me. Mm. And ever since that point, his mother has absolutely, positively, always um, said very positive things. Thank you for loving my boys. And I, and I always say to her, like, Aww. how could I not love them? Like, why wouldn't I love them? But she says right. that to me all the time. She's like, thank you. You know, and she calls them my babies. And she has, she's got a, you know, a great deal of respect for how I was able to kind of come in, not cause any type yeah. of um, chaos in their lives, but really add more structure because now they had, you know, their bonus mom at their dad's house mm-hmm. and they had their bonus dad. And so they had a lot more structure yeah. and they had somebody who really yeah. genuinely loved them. And, and I care about them, you know, as if they were my own because it, it, yeah. it just was very natural. So what an ideal probably, blended like, family situation, <laughs> you know, I mean, it is you know, because I mean, they have, really. yeah, they have yeah. two loving sets of parents and, yep. you know, that's yep. just not, Yep, everyone's story. So that's just fantastic yeah. to hear. Yep, because your stepdad um, is a really good guy too. He's a really, really mm-hmm. good guy. He's, he's quiet and shy, um, but he's a really good guy. And I can tell that there's right. a lot of respect that the boys have for their stepdad. I mean, you you just see it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at the same time, having a great relationship with their with their dad. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, in in the in a world of, of things that could go wrong, I feel like wow, th- we did this right, you know. We I think we yes. should all kind of pat ourselves yes. on the back that mm-hmm. we now have adult sons who are doing really really well in life. Yeah, and give glory to God because he he set Absolutely. that up for y'all just right. And and I'm so you glad that right. you're able to share that with us because yep. so many people have such a negative. Experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. And not all, of course, yeah. but 
I mm-hmm. frequent mm-hmm. a lot of um, stepmom boards just because I like to help others in the, along their journey. And, you know, I can identify with a lot of things, the good and the bad, but I just love mm-hmm. to hear the positive experiences that people have along their stepmom journey. It's just it's amazing. That's why I really wanted to be on your show because I think a lot of times we have these um, perceptions about, being a step parent that are often very mm-hmm. negative because sometimes it can be hard. Um, yeah. But I wanted to share my story because I feel like, you know, for somebody who had never been married and never had children before, it, it was mm-hmm. all new territory for me. And like I said, I was 45 years old when I met my husband. And so, right. you know, I, I knew that I wanted this to work. I knew that I wanted I would I would not want kids to um, go through a situation where they were negatively impacted. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to share with your your listening audience that it is possible, that it absolutely mm-hmm. is possible. And and sometimes it takes one person to step back and say, nope, this is not how this is going to go. Um, right. And and again, my husband and his ex certainly had their struggles when I first met them. Um, Part of it was because the boys were still young and they still had to make decisions together. Um, and they were still, I think, you know, still dealing with some issues that had happened in their marriage. And so there was, you know, there was definitely tension there. But I knew I was going to be the voice of reason and, okay. um, and, and not get caught up in things that had happened in the past, but really try to push forward and, like, let's create a different narrative um, for these boys and for ourselves. Um, and I, so, so when you I, started, all, I think we're all did happy. you have to, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you mm-hmm. started, did, did you have to like start off being the mediator between their mom and dad or? No, what I was, I was kind of behind the scenes and I was the one sort of coaching my husband. Um, okay. And, um, helping him to, um, What's the word? Not, I mean, not, he wasn't so much reactive, but helping him to um, stay focused, I think is probably the best way to describe it. Stay focused on what Mm -hmm. the issue was and not get caught up in, well, when we were married, she did this and she did that. Okay. okay, Yeah. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. no, we need to, because the issue really was always around the boys, what's best for the boys. Okay. Um, right. You know, what college and and money and are we going to buy them a car? Mm-hmm. Let's keep focused on the boys. And so that was kind of my role was kind of coaching him behind the scenes to um, stay calm and to try not mm-hmm. to bring up things that had happened in the past. Um, right. So, you know, there would be times when they would be texting each other. Um, and then, you know, he learned, I think, over time you don't have to respond to a text immediately. Like you can let that sit until mm-hmm. tomorrow. We can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, think, think about, about it <laughs> before you mm-hmm. respond. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. what's going to come out when you're angry and emotional is probably not the best thing. <laughs> right. And not the most helpful right. thing. Um, mm-hmm. So we, um, that was my role was, you know, and to keep him encouraged and, and, um, on what's what's best for these these boys, mm-hmm. and also yeah. reminding him too that I think the other important element in this I think this is important to point out is that um, 
his boys, I mean, they are like mama's boys. They love their mom. And so I didn't want him to get caught up in, will his boys think he's a bad person because he disagreed with their mom. Um, So that's a fine line to walk when, you know, Mm -hmm. your kids are so enamored with their mom. And, and again, rightfully so, she's a good person. Um, Mm -hmm. But I had to also remind him, okay, we have got to be mindful of your relationship with your boys because it's so easy for kids to try to pick sides um, right. in, in, in their parents' conflict. So, you know, we were always mm-hmm. trying to make sure the boys weren't aware of what was going on um, and always okay. spoke very highly about um, their mom and their stepdad in front of them. Mm-hmm. And I think what yeah. probably is what's happening on the other side is her husband was probably helping her to calm down uh-huh. before she started yep. the because you know yep. that it, it, she easily yep. could have said, "No, nah, I'm mother, and no matter what mm-hmm. y'all say, that's how it mm-hmm. is." But I'm sure yep. he was like probably helping her. It really does make a difference if the bio mom is, um, you know, in a healthy relationship herself. Yeah, it yep, it does, it does. And she got married. She got remarried first. So mm-hmm. actually, she got remarried probably really close to the time that I met my husband. We hadn't been dating that oh, long, and she got remarried. Okay. So she had been married mm-hmm. three or four years before we got married, right? So she had okay. to settle in, and I think her husband has a daughter too. Um, oh, so, so she's she on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So knowing her husband. Um, he probably did play a role in, okay, I, I know he did. Um, I know he absolutely mm-hmm. did play a role in things because his son told me. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, you know, and then he and I had this, when we would see each other, and we certainly, you know, didn't have a friendship or anything, but when we saw each other, um, you know, at sporting events, we always had this kind of like, yeah, I know, I kind of awkward kind of thing. <laughs> Both were outsiders surrounded by, you know, her family mm-hmm. and then my, my husband's family. So right. we always kind of nudged each other and winked and kind of laughed at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely something that, and I think that's why I have connected with many people through the years, is it's definitely something that unless you're in it, you don't get it. Like mm-hmm. we look, you yep. know, you can look at another step parent and be like, I know what you mean, or I know how you feel, oh. or you know, because we get <laughs> exactly. it. You know, it it, it exactly. it's not like we're not trying to spike the the bio parents. It's just, woo, the yep. journey. Yep, you got that right. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> so, what would you tell other women? Who are stepmoms who are having challenges along their stepmom journey? What do you think would be some words of encouragement for them or some positive steps yeah, they can so take? Never ever take the kids' behavior personally because nine times out of ten, it's not about the new stepmom. It's about that kid navigating through what is a painful and difficult part of their lives. Um, mm-hmm. Kids want their parents together no matter what. They want their parents together, and even though that may not ever happen um, for them, it is definitely represents a huge loss for them. Mm -hmm. So don't take their behavior personally. 
um, and building your relationship with your stepchildren. Be it, like I said, be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not always the easiest thing to do either because you might get some pushback. They may not want to have a relationship with you. And so, again, Mm -hmm. don't take that rejection as, you know, something to do with you. Take it as just kind of where they are. But warmth, love, consistency, and boundaries will get you very, very far um, in your relationship with your um, your stepchildren. So you, you have oh, to have yeah. um, boundaries. So, you know, what, what I remember one time my stepson came in his dad's house. We weren't married. And mm-hmm. he, I opened the door, and his words to me was, where's my dad? And I said, hold up. I didn't right. hear you say hello, Miss Lisa. So we, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that. <laughs> and he, right. down, oh. he was like, oh, hello. You know, and, and it wasn't warm and fuzzy when he said it, but he said it. So my point was, I'm here with your dad now. You're going to right. respect me. You're not going to just come mm-hmm. in and say, where's my dad? So that's right. the yep. part. It helps kids to feel safe. It helps them to feel cared about. Um, but it right. also protects any um, step parent from feeling um, like they don't have any control. It's okay to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but just right. the understanding that that child is also going through, you know, or what can be some really difficult changes in their lives. And, and no matter what the circumstances, kids always want their parents to be together. They do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and even, like I said, even though that may not be possible, you just have to kind of respect that until they get older, it's hard for them to understand why their parents might still love them, but mm-hmm. cannot live together, should not live together, um, mm-hmm. again, as husband and wife. So that right. would be the guidance that I would give any, any stepmom. Also, I think it's important to, when you can, bond with your, your um, husband's um, ex-wife. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of join with her. You don't have to be, like, me and my husband's ex-wife, we're not going to go hanging out and, you know, go shopping right. together. But I will absolutely go across the room when I see her and give her a big hug, mm-hmm. ask her how she's yeah. doing, um, mm-hmm. you know, and be very happy to see her. Because mm-hmm. my his- her history with my husband is not my history with my, with, um, right. my husband. Or with her, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm separate from that. And so while they, you know, could argue and not get along, I don't have to have that same relationship with with her. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I didn't. I'm glad that I didn't for the sake of of our boys. That is, yeah, and that is huge. Like people need to realize mm-hmm. how important that is for the kids to see that you guys are cordial. You're not. And yep. having anim- yep. animosity, there's no resentment, there's no contention between you. Just really speaking to one another, respecting mm-hmm. one another's space and relationships. That's very important. You got it. You got it. I love and it. I also wanted them to see, like my my husband said to me, he said, you know, I want my boys to see healthy relationships. Um, and that was really, really important for him and really important yeah. for me as a therapist, as a child mm-hmm. therapist, for kids to see healthy, happy relationships. And that yeah. was another thing that we kind of kept in mind, too, is when you enter into a relationship with someone, this is how you treat them. You treat them with respect. Mm-hmm. 
um, and you demand that others respect them as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is huge. Like, I just feel, uh, because I, I am divorced from my husband now, but I that was huge for me. I needed to have a healthy relationship for our children that we had together, mm-hmm. and even for my yeah. stepdaughter. I want you to see what a healthy relationship looks like because it wasn't healthy yeah. with your mom and it wasn't healthy with mm-hmm. me. But this is a healthy relationship, and I, I what I like, um, what I like now is I have a relationship with her, and she asks me about my current relationship uh, that I'm in now, and she and I really feel like she's genuine because she needed to see that because she doesn't yeah. have a healthy relationship that models for her what that looks like mm-hmm. and how you can, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be treated a certain way or talk to a certain, mm-hmm. you know, a certain way and you can still be respected and loved and treated as a woman. And I think that's just really important for us to have healthy relationships for our children yeah. and not stay in mm-hmm. relationships just because, oh, this is their dad right. or, yeah. or I'm supposed yep. to or I can't, you know. Yeah. I mean, we Absolutely. can go back to the Bible where it say if X, Y, Z happened, then you can't. Yeah. I mean, it it, it it tells us right in the Bible <laughs> what you we can it. do. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And it serves nobody good to be in an unhealthy and unhappy relationship. Nobody wins. Right. So no. you're you're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah, so, okay, so we have a few minutes left. I just want to go over some things that you have already pointed out to us and then recap again your um, Mm -hmm. advice for stepmoms. I love, like I said, you just being intentional, and your main thing Mm -hmm. is being intentional and and what you say, what you do, and who you are, your role in the kid's life. Um, be a good role model of how to get along with others, especially mm-hmm. by being cordial with the, their mother. And mm-hmm. the blessing that you have when you have a supportive support system, like you said, the friends were very supportive and mm-hmm. could be friends with you mm-hmm. and the ex without making either one of you feel like you had to, you know, you couldn't, you weren't welcome or you had to choose yeah. or you know, and they didn't right. have to choose between your husband or, or you right. know, his ex-wife. Yep. So Absolutely. that was great. And then mm-hmm. just uh, really maximizing your time together as a couple, I think that was huge because if it mm-hmm. wasn't for you being a couple, there wouldn't be no blended family. <laughs> you exactly. wouldn't have this journey. So right. you right. have to put some time and some effort and you know, in your case, the absence made the heart grow fonder. I mean, you're able to really value that time together because you're not yeah. seeing each other every single second of the day or every day. Absolutely. And yep. I think yep. personalities matter, especially in your situation. Like your yeah. your youngest was was kind of easier going and mm-hmm. you seem to have a very, you know, a therapeutic personality. Like you mm-hmm. know that you you know that you're entering this situation, you're you know, again, going back to that be intentional. Like that is mm-hmm. very important for people to realize. Yeah. And yep. um absolutely. Yeah, and then just your advice for stepmoms who are just constantly challenged in their journey is to just never take the kids' behavior personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Allow the kids to kind of navigate through their feelings, and it may come out as personal to you, but mm-hmm. please, mm-hmm. don't take it personal. 
Number two, yeah. take your time and just being intentional with uh, getting to know the kids and entering into your relationship and the family. And then three, um, have warmth, love, consistency, and, and those boundaries. Yeah. Kids need mm-hmm. it. And I, I, mm-hmm. even though they fight us on it, they need mm-hmm. that. It was, the, yes, no they one, do. no one functions. Yeah, no one functions well in chaos. It just cannot be. Yes, done. exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> and the number four, if you can find it in your heart, and so, and most people need to, you know, then you really need to pray and connect spiritually on this. Mm-hmm. But bond with the ex-wife and kind of even just saying yeah. hello. Yeah, that is, that is yep. a huge step in making your blended family a lot more successful and cohesive. Absolutely, so, you got it. Did I Absolutely. miss anything? No, ma'am. I think you captured it very, very well. <laughs> Good. I think you did. You, you got it really well. Um, it's you know when you when you decide to marry someone who has children. These are just really important things that you have to take into consideration. Otherwise, like, just don't do it because it will cause the children more harm and it will make your lives a lot more miserable. So if you're going to be with somebody who has children or if you have children and you're going to marry somebody, just make sure that that person is going to really be into the process of helping you to raise your children in a way that. Um, where everybody's kind of happy and it's, and it's healthy for everyone um, and try to get on the same page. Like I think it was a little easier for me because the boys were not bad kids, um, you know, typical right. kid stuff that they went through, you know, staying mm-hmm. out too late for their curfew and stuff like that. Um, right. But, um, you know, agreeing with your partner of that, you know, you have to have some sense of cohesiveness and how you're going to mm-hmm. raise your kids together um, and really trying to minimize any type of conflict because that serves no one um, any good. Or, or if right. you can't minimize the conflict, have an agreement on how you're going to deal with the conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And be part yeah, of that will... in the journey. Right. And I, I think that's true of really any family. You need to be mm-hmm. on the same page mm-hmm. as a couple. Because if you're not and the kids yep. can see, oh, I, oh, they don't they don't agree and they're having a disagreement, mm-hmm. I'm going to get on in yep. his ear and say more. And he's going to be mad at her and, you know, all this mm-hmm. back and forth. So then you're just allowing for division and separation of, yep. you know. Yep. Yep. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. Oh, this is great. I'm so glad that you um, agreed to Me too. Just come on to the show, Lisa, and share your insights, share your journey with us. And um, definitely check out her bio. Um, do you have a website or anything you want to plug? I do. So um, I have two practices. So the one you mentioned, the first one was Delaware Center for Counseling and Wellness. But my major practice is um, www.thecenterforchilddevelopment.com okay. in New York, Delaware. Oh, wonderful. So if you're in Delaware, definitely check it out. Absolutely. And, um, Absolutely. I'm in Michigan, so, <laughs> but oh, I also okay. am in the field. <laughs> okay. So, right. um, okay. yes. 
Yeah, so um, thank you again for coming on to the show. And um, I just thank all my listeners out there. And definitely download the podcast, share with your friends, anyone that you know is in a blended family. There's some good tips here. And as always, we encourage every step-parent um, to be the best step-parent they can be, one positive step at a time and I hope everyone has a great week and peace. Mm-hmm.